In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Dylan. Hey, Matt. Fighting the frizzles at 11. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fighting the frizzies, the my frizzies. friends. The frizzies at the 11. The frizzies at 11. Which is a reference to the Star Wars. Star Wars. It's specifically special, right? the Star Wars bootleg. Yeah. Because, like, whoever taped the bootleg copy that circulated kept, the, kept a couple commercials in it. Yeah. yeah. And I pulled up the original newscast and it's like, man, perfect. Yes. But that's that alone, like, it's so funny because I. I think that we're so tied now into modern day South Park. Yeah. Where like you forget how insane and punk rock the first like five seasons of that show were. And I don't want to sit here and say, oh, so good, because I am of the opinion that this show got better. No, it it absolutely did. It it improved in its writing and its storytelling. But uh, Dylan, you had us watch. Season three, episode 13, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. Yes. Which I haven't thought about this specific special in a really, really long time because for me, it's always just about the album. Yeah. I forgot that there was even an episode sometimes that basically was just made to promote the album. Yeah. So, um, little peep behind the curtain, Matt is still sitting right across from me. I can see hey. him in my living room. Um, and basically, he's like, hey, what are some things that you want to talk about while I'm in town? And I'm like, Number one is Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. And he goes, the the album or the show? And I'm like, yes. I want to <laughs> talk about both of them. Because what's cool is there are some songs on the album that aren't in the episode. And there are some songs in the episode that aren't on the album. And 
it, it's like you just said, the album has been a part of my Christmas playlist for years, for like a decade. But I don't always revisit the episode. I was, so my South Park viewing was so weird. Um, because I was, I don't know about you, but I was like in one of those families where they were constantly canceling and then deciding to get back cable like all the time. Like that was like a thing in my house all the time. We'd be like, oh, we need to cut some expenses. Let's cancel the cable for a year. Yeah. So I remember I was in the cafeteria. It was middle school. I was in the cafeteria and all these kids were talking about South Park and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And they were like, yo, Friday night. They're going to play all six episodes at midnight. So I set the VCR and like, first of all, it was funny because I had in my mind what I thought the characters looked like. I had no reference point. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm sure they kind of look like this. I was nowhere close to like what I was thinking of. But I started watching the show and like I watched those six episodes probably a hundred times that year like i just kept i took that tape everywhere i showed it to everybody i'm like you have to watch this this is amazing and then my parents canceled cable before like i think the last episode i saw was the original mr hanky episode okay yeah. and then they canceled cable and i was just like disconnected from south park yeah so like i almost grew to hate it because two things i didn't have it to watch yeah you couldn't enjoy it and I started getting into like going to the church and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's bad. Gross. Gross. That's poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like kind of anti South Park. And then every time we had cable back, it was like, oh, I got to watch South Park. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I knew that it was good. And then it was in high school, actually. My first real girlfriend, I was a junior in high school. She was a freshman in college. Yeah. And it's insane to think about now as i look at it as an adult but my parents were totally content that she would come and sleep over our house for a weekend and then i would either take the train to philadelphia and spend a weekend at her dorm yeah or i would go to her dorm and she would drive me to new jersey where she lived and we would stay with her parents for a weekend but she was a huge south park fan yeah and she was like you've never seen the south park movie and she sat me down and we watched the South Park movie. And that was like, like watching that movie, I was like, I miss South Park so much. Yeah. And like that became like, now I have to watch it again. Yeah. Um, and that's been kind of the case for like, I'll dip in and out. But every time that the new season comes out on DVD, I buy it. And that's usually how I'll watch it the first time if I don't watch it live on TV. But yes, yeah, so, but these years, I think because these years I didn't obsessively watch yeah. the way that probably everybody who is in like middle school and high school did there's something so charming about about them old south park because yeah. it's very like i said it's very punk rock it is it's, it it's is. very it's... like we're gonna make a reference to something that no one that's watching is gonna get yeah and we're gonna make it over and over and over again and for a whole new generation of kids they're only gonna think of south park when, when they, they think this. fight yeah. fighting the frizzies, fighting the frizzies at, 11. at 11 but like to like a certain demographic, they're like, this is hysterical that yeah. they keep making this stupid reference. Yeah. Um, South Park to me is, I can honestly say it's the one show that I have religiously watched for the past two decades. Yeah. Like 100%. I've seen every episode multiple times. I definitely prefer newer South Park. I like when the write- the writing got better. It didn't rely so much on the shock. So let humor. me ask you a question, though. Yeah. Because... 
as someone who's been watching it DVD to DVD, I do think that the writing has gotten better, but I do dislike the serialization that they've been doing the last couple of years. Yeah, recently. And I think that's even touched on in one of the episodes, like death, the death of serialization. Yeah. And it's (laughs) it's not even like it's I love serialized TV. Like I love it. But I feel like that's not what South Park was ever about. South Park was very self-contained 20 minute episode. What are we dealing with this week? Yeah. Like you literally have a show where like a character dies every single episode for like 15 years. And now suddenly you're trying to tell a serialized story. It's like, uh, like it just. And they they did that before, not in the most recent years, but where they take like a chunk where like these two or three episodes are going to be. Tied together, yeah. like like Imagination Land, or yeah, when they yeah. did the Game of Thrones reference with Black Friday, yeah. But yeah, in the more recent years, specifically like the last season and the season before, it has been very serialized with Mr. Garrison running for president, yeah. or Randy Marsh with his Tegrity Farms, yeah. And they're great episodes. It's yeah. just very weird. Like it's weird to think of South Park as a show where if I like walk away, if I miss an episode, I'm, I'm not going to know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah like happening. it's, it's like, that's not what South Park was ever about. Like it was that thing where it's like, I'm just going to pop in like a random DVD and just hit play an and, and play. enjoy like six episodes yeah. out of context. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And I like the early episodes. I like the punk rock atmosphere, even the animation. It's so, it's so low fi Yeah. And I like that to a certain extent, but I, I do. I prefer the the not the newest seasons, but as the animation got better, yeah, the animation got better. It stopped being as gross out. It started yeah. to be like, but there are. I mean, there's things in this that we'll talk about, but there's definitely like those. the The biggest one for me was the O Tannenbaum into Christmas Time in Hell. I'm like, I don't think modern day South Park would do something as insane. As yeah, this. I don't. I don't know, especially like. The references to Princess Diana being in yeah. hell and stuff like that. That's what um, I mean. Like that was very much like the there is something charming about that that we're going to offend everybody. Like, yeah. And they yeah. still have that in the sense of like South Park has that thing where there is no political correct because they have insulted every single every single person, person equally. Yeah. And in a weird way that becomes inclusion. Exactly. That attitude Back then, that was just like... There was no fucks. There was no fucks. It was like, we are going to take a picture of Adolf Hitler, and we're going to have him sobbing about him not having his Tenenbaum, and we're going to also cut it with animated footage of young Hitler mixed with real footage from World War II. And it's like, this is so ballsy and and so mean-spirited and so offensive. The O Tenenbaum and Christmas Time in Hell together baller song it's great it's such a good jam i would say my favorite song in the show not my favorite song in the album and we'll get into that when we move into the album yes all right so let's talk about this for those of you listening we're not talking about the first uh appearance of mr hanky which we will eventually oh, we talk about in the future have episode because mr hanky to me maybe not with the current generation but with like mine and yours mr hanky to me is synonymous with christmas oh 100 because of how much you said this the other day the overabundance of south park christmas episodes yeah, <laughs> like, there's so many so many there's of them. so many and it's kind of 
as, the, as I sit here, I'm I'm holding a South Park Christmas DVD, and this has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven episodes, and the DVD came out in 2004, so yeah. already seven Christmas episodes. That's insanity. And we haven't even like touched on 16 years past that. But like the other things that are crazy about that to me <laughs> is like I do get the vibe from Trey and Matt Stone that they love Christmas. Yeah, it's kind of like what we were talking about with our community. community yeah, like. Yeah. Because there is like a weird, like there are moments of true, genuine heart in yeah. the Christmas episode. Always, always. It stands want for having a Christmas adventure, like the joy of Christmas. Mr. Hanky represents that, like yeah. the joy of Christmas. And and you know what? I absolutely love the show. It's for, for those of you that, that might not understand, I have like safe shows yeah. to me. Like Matt and I, no secret, both of us are very emotional people. Oh, yeah. I have safe shows. South Park is one of them where, like, I just put this on and it makes me happy. So the phrase that I always use, and I got it from from Joe of Fright School, but uh, he calls them warm blanket shows. Oh, I like, like that. Like, they're the shows that's, like, because he always, he's like, Gilmore Girls is a warm blanket show. Yeah. You go in, there's low, there's low stakes yeah. in the drama. And you just feel like you need to wrap up in a blanket with yep. a cup of hot cocoa and just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. South Park, as as absurd as it can be, is one of those shows for me. Oh, They're... I love, I look forward to when it's like, I'll always, if I dog sit for people, sometimes like I'll dog slash house sit for people. Yeah. I always bring a couple seasons to South Park because yeah. it's like, I know I'm going to just have to lay on a couch for a couple hours and there is nothing that is going to make me feel more comfortable on that couch than just watching some South Park I need episodes. To do that. I need to go pick up the physical seasons because right now um, it's jumped from Hulu to HBO Max. It's going to, here's, it, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. And I mean, I'm looking at your lovely wall, so I yes. know that you get this. <laughs> I get so much shit about my love of physical media, yeah. but you know what? As I post it, over a hundred movies that I had watched this Christmas, yeah. I got so many messages from people like, oh, where can I watch can that? I watch this? Huh, yeah. Guess what? You can't. You got to buy the DVD <laughs> like an actual fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, you agree with, uh, you know, I agree with that as I'm staring at my two huge shelves of physical media, both VHS, DVD and Blu-ray. My TV shows are in the top left hand corner. Yeah. So it's all separated. Yeah. But, but, um. At the same time, is is I I bounce back and forth. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just it's too much of a headache. I'm exactly. I, I get so frustrated when I'm like, oh, I want to show someone this thing. Let me go. Like with South Park, I was like, I got the DVD downstairs, but it's probably streaming somewhere. And then like googling like South Park streaming and seeing like, well, you could go to HBO Max or yeah. like you could pay three ninety nine on Amazon. Yep. Or if you, you want to watch it on the computer it's southparkstudios.com if yeah. you want to watch it on an app you got to go to hbo max and like hbo max as much as i love it like it's they're they're putting out content left and right and the next year is going to be absolutely insane with warner brothers releasing all their stuff it is not that easy to navigate and to get yourself set up well that was i i think it was the flop house uh one of my favorite movie review podcasts yeah um, they did a bit where they're like, do you like having every TV show that you've ever wanted streaming, but absolutely no ability to search for them like a normal human being? <laughs> Try Hulu. Yes, <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, it's true. Hulu it's true. is so obnoxious when you're trying to search yeah. for like a specific thing where it's like all of them have problems. And I don't understand like certain streaming services will be working while others will there will be issues like Netflix for me. Never down at all. Yeah. Hulu. 
regularly. Be stuttering, buffering. Like, I mean, it's constantly. The, the other big thing that I would love to see become more of the norm. We already talked about this in an episode that'll come out later uh, about like serialized, like weekly drops. Yeah. But I love that Shudder has a live television option. Me too. And it's like, Disney, what are you doing? Disney yeah. Plus should absolutely have, yeah. especially because they also do their scheduled like, hey, on Fridays, these shows come out. Yeah. It's like, well, similarly to how the WWE Network works or how Shudder works, why not instead of just at midnight on Friday, all of these shows are available, you say Mandalorian premieres on our television stream, streaming yeah at 7 p.m. Yeah. on Friday. And then it'll be available to stream right at 8 o'clock after that live mm-hmm. pr- like premiere. That, like, I don't know, because sometimes, especially, like, during this last year where we've all been kind of trapped inside, yeah. I don't want to sit around and make a decision. Yeah. I'm much happier just turning on Shutter and be like, let the television that they've already programmed decide what I'm going to watch for the next yes. hour. Ooh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is on? Perfect. I'm just going to sit here happened. and watch it. That happened over the pandemic multiple times where... I went to bed watching Joe Bob on my computer yeah. one of the, whatever night that was. And I woke up in the morning and he's like, you know what? I don't feel like getting out of bed yet. Let me pop on Shutter. And it was Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. And I'm like, I'm going to just lay here and watch this. <laughs> yeah, this is, works for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so South Park. Yes, yeah, South Park. Like, Mr. Does Hanky. represent all of that to me. It represents that that comfort. I get what you mean. Yeah. Like it's that warm blanket. It's that safe show. It, yeah. It's just. Because it's so familiar, yeah. and and unlike, I do feel that with The Simpsons, but it's like very specific seasons of yeah. The Simpsons. Versus South Park has easily the most consistency of a long running. Yeah, and show. honestly, it's translated to the to the newer games as well. Yeah, like if I want to feel like just that, the two new games that have come out, The Stick of Truth and The Fractured Butthole. Yeah, they're just big episodes of South Park. They're just like huge episodes of south park and And, i love playing them and i love so south park also has this really cool thing where they come up with like a vernacular that exists throughout every character all of the characters talk very similarly and the example that i have for this is like mr hanky who is this never-ending just piece of poop that's filled with christmas joy i always think of him just screaming santa claus is on the way in the bathroom the first time you see him but you know, he opens up where he's like, we're going to do something a little different this year. And if you don't like it, you can suck my tiny little balls. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 it's just like little stuff like that. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's just little things where like there's an episode. Basically, Santa has to go and deliver Christmas to terrorists. Yeah. And I love when Mr. Hanky sees Jesus and he just goes. Hi to ho, Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's little stuff like that. Like, this little piece of poop. <laughs> it's well, and like, I love that South Park has Jesus in it. And yeah. like, you can never totally tell if it's actually Jesus or like a TV show <laughs> personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you're just like, yeah, that's Jesus. Yeah. It, I mean, behold my children. I'm packing and like <laughs> rips out the machine guns. I know we're not talking about that episode, but we'll, that's up Trust there. me, there's a lot oh of South Park God. episodes we'll discuss over the years. One of the other things that's funny is like they do Carol the Bells in this. Yes. And they sing all of the real words except for one change, but I don't know what the actual lyric is because because of this, I always say ding dong um K. I just think that that's the actual lyric. Oh my God. Yeah, what is the real lyric there? Because the rest of it's right, right? Hark, hear the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say. 
Ding dong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I need to look it up. You got to look it up. All right. So while you're looking it up, I'll describe the the actual episode. All right. So it's set up like an old school Christmas variety show. Every character has different songs. And what they did was this album was coming out, the Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics album. And basically what they did was, you know what? We're going to dedicate an entire 20, 30 minute episode to advertising for this Christmas Classics album. So basically they took it and they added animations to the songs. And honestly, what I want to do, Matt, is kind of go through each of these songs. It may take us a little bit, but I would love to just give a note on each of these songs as we go through. I I think that's fair. Let's talk about two real quick things that aren't on the album. And then beyond that, I think we should be fine. Just go back to the album. Just stick to the album. Yeah. And then just stick to the album. Because we already talked about... Before we hit record, there's the Jesus and Santa sing-off, okay, which did which make is, it onto the record. It did not make it onto the record, and honestly, it, and it bums me out, because between the record and the episode, the Jesus-Santa melody, the sing-off between the two, is my favorite part. For sure. It is, it's, it's 100% my favorite part. So what's happening is Jesus and Santa are performing a medley together at a bar, and they're each singing the different songs about themselves. Jesus is joy to the world, uh, and uh, Santa's like sings up on the rooftop. Yeah. So he's like, up on the housetop, reindeer fall, out comes little old me. Yeah. So they're each referencing themselves in their song, and it... <laughs> Basically, Santa gets super frustrated because I believe he says, well, there's thousands of Jesus Christmas songs and only one fucking Santa one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also like not even not remote. True. True. Not even close. <laughs> but Santa cannot think of anything. So um, he breaks out into Rio. Yeah. Which is a great jam. A great jam. But that caused um, a lot of issues yes, for putting the song Jesus on the CD. Like, uh, that's not a Christmas song. And that's when Santa loses his mind. He's like, well, there's a thousand Jesus ones. <laughs> only one fucking Santa one. It is a really funny thing that would have carried through on the CD. It's a bummer that yeah. that Rio thing came up. I love the their their rendition of Let It Snow. Yeah. I love when, when Jesus is like, hey, Santa. And he's like, what? He's like, the weather outside is frightful. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Also for the, it's throw cares away. Oh, okay. D- ding dong um K is better. Actually. Okay, yeah. Ding dong um K. Yeah, like all the bells seem to say throw cares away. No. no. Ding, ding dong, dong um K. K. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, the other thing I want to talk about, I will save for when we talk about the song on the album. Okay, so, we'll talk so about let's the dive song into the album. the album. Okay. So that is the only song that's only in the, the special. The rest of the special is animated bits of the album. Yeah. So it makes um, sense to just cover the album and, and yeah. if we want to discuss parts of that animated segment, we can. So we kick off with Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Love <laughs> love this song. Love the animation of like the South Park version of a stop motion. Yep. Yeah. Mailman is yeah. like super funny. And there's just it's so gross. It's it is. So gross. It is it's such so a funny. gross song. And and the animation is disgusting too, as <laughs> Mr. Hanky's hopping his way around people's faces and in their mouths and everything else. So the animation's gross. And I always sometimes I, I love, he's nutty. Sometimes, sometimes he's, he's firm. Sometimes, sometimes he's, he's practically water. water. He can be brown or greenish brown. And then we get the, the tangent about dingleberries. Yeah. That as well. Sometimes he hangs off the poop of your ass. 
ass and yeah. he can't fall in the toilet. So he's just clinging <laughs> to your sphincter. sphincter and you shook your ass around a bunch and then he falls in the toilet and then he finally does. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the oh, Christmas it's so boo. good. It's, it's such it a good, jolly song. You can put that song on, and I again, ninety percent of this album is on my Christmas playlist, and that song will come on. And if people are sitting with me, they'll be like, "Oh, this is whimsical," and it'll get to that point, <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I would love. So, I mean, there's been some really cool things that you've seen this year, uh, decoration wise. I saw like. People are getting more and more into the like tune your radio to this specific. Yeah, dude, if you can do a cool ass light show and include the Mr. Hanky theme in there, that would be awesome. That's my 2021 message to listeners. So Someone do a, that. There's a house about 20 minutes from here that does that, but they incorporated and we're not going to talk about this song yet, but it's in this Cartman's Oh Holy Night. Beautiful. Yeah, so they incorporated Beautiful. that into their light show. All right, so, so what can, I'm, I'm trying to remember what's the next song after. So the next song is Mr. Garrison's Merry Fucking Christmas. Oh, God. It's so it's so <laughs> offensive and mean-spirited. So offensive and mean-spirited, but yet not the most offensive and mean-spirited song on this no, album No, quite no that one has appropriately titled to yeah. let you know. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, so th- I think... That as much as I enjoy this song, I do think that it's a really big representation of like this stuff that South Park has smartly moved past at the same time Kinda. in their writing. Yeah. But it also like it was so funny because as I'm watching it, I'm like, man, even back then, it totally makes sense for Mr. Garrison to, to become be, like the Donald Trump Donald character. Trump, yeah. yeah. Like it's like it's yeah. very like it's so crazy that like in season three there was already kind of that attitude in there. Mm -hmm. And it even happens in later Christmas episodes where it's like, what can we do to save Kyle's brother? He said, again, this is a Mr. Garrison quote. Yeah. Um, He goes, get rid of all the Mexicans. (laughs) No, Mr. Garrison, we cannot get rid of all the Mexicans. Every year you suggest that. So yeah, I mean, those seeds were definitely planted. They were planted so long. But yeah, I mean, the, the best part is just the, the music, the music behind him during Merry yeah. Fucking Christmas is so funny. Yeah, and he's—I love how just excited he is as he's singing the song, <laughs> and it reminded me of a huge bit of the first like three or four seasons. Mister Hat, yeah, Mister Hat's Hatt, long Mr. gone. Hatt, used to horrify me really as a kid yeah because there's one episode i think it's in season one where mr hat becomes like sentient like <laughs> like he's like forcing mr garrison to almost kill people at some point i did i, I miss mr hat i do miss mr hat mr garrison's changed a lot he's changed earlier. he's so probably had, had the most changes out yeah, of any we've character. had mr hat mr slave mr slave and then he had a sex change yeah and then he got it changed then back. he went back and now he's donald trump yeah the evolution of mr garrison is something that we'll have to be touched yeah. on <laughs> me- meanwhile cartman kyle and stan are just basically the exact same people yeah i think one year they uh went from third to fourth, fourth grade, grade yeah. <laughs> and then kenny like doesn't die every time now that's like his no. big character growth but i do like that they still include it in some episode like did yeah. you watch the pandemic special not yet oh so good and spoiler <laughs> alert kenny does die no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i highly recommend the pandemic special in the darkest corners of the internet a nameless formless entity has been growing 
No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! But going from Merry Fucking Christmas to a song that, to this day, whenever I hear it, like you said with Carol of the Bells, I only hear these lyrics. It is Cartman's Oh Holy Night. They've had, this is not the first time Cartman is saying Oh Holy Night because there no. was the infamous like short where yeah. they're trying to teach him the lyrics with a cattle prod. Yes. But I Because well, even in the original short, I think like Stan had Cartman's voice. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was like after it blew up on oh, Comedy okay. Central, they did like a two minute short. Okay. That they would play during commercial oh, breaks. I'll have to look that up. It's really funny where it's like, it's Mr. Garrison, and he's like, all right, so since Cartman can't remember the words to Oh Holy Night, one of us is going to shock him, shock him with this cattle prod every time he gets the words wrong. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's very, very funny. Yeah. But I like this version more because of one specific line. Which, which is, one? It uh, is the day that I get present. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like, Oh Holy Night, the something, something, something. <laughs> yeah. it is the night. Of the Christmas trees and presents. <laughs> like, it's it's so funny. And I love at the one point the, the beautiful choir of angels are singing and he's like and hear the angels something and they're yeah. like voices. Yes. <laughs> I, we brought this up on our Carols versus Songs episode. I cannot hear this song seriously. Which is a anymore. shame because it is it is legitimately one of the prettiest Christmas yes. carols ever, but yes. Happens sometimes. All right, so next up, we have a song that honestly I skip whenever the album I'm playing. The is this album. Dead Dead Dead? Yeah, yeah, it's a lame song. Uh, the only note that I have really about it is that the name that it's listed as the performer, Juan Shorts. Do you okay. do you know what that is? No. So Juan Schwartz is actually the name that Trey Parker uses in Cannibal the Musical. Really? It, it is. It oh says my God. Juan Shorts plays Alfred Packer. That's awesome. And it's its origins tie to Alfred Packer. Really? I think what I read was that at one point he was living under an alias because everyone just knew his name yeah. as the guy who ate a bunch of people. So his alias was Juan Schwartz. Oh my so, god! Like it started as like a joke back then, and like still, as far as season three is like being referenced That's in amazing. subtle ways. But yeah, this song sucks. Oh yeah, this song is hot garbage. God, I really wish they would make callbacks to Cannibal the Musical now. There's snow in that movie. We could cover that. Yeah, right? I mean it's Christmas. <laughs> Listen. At a certain point, as someone who has a horror podcast that tries to do a Christmas horror movie every December, there ain't that many worth talking about. So no. if we're going to do them in October, we're going to probably hit Cannibal the Musical oh one of God, these years. Oh my God, I cannot. I cannot <laughs> wait. I mean, I don't think there's anything else we need to say about the next track. Car- Carol of the Bells, we yeah, already kind of covered. Carol of the Bells. Yeah, I love it. It's Mr. Mackey singing Carol of the Bells, and he squeezes MK into like every other lyric, and it makes it amazing. And again, just like Oh Holy Night, 
once you hear this version enough, this is what you're yeah, going to throw hear. Throw cares away is no longer a lyric. exactly <laughs> ding dong okay. or the community version. Yes. So next up, we have the lonely Jew on Christmas, which is from the first Christmas special. Yes, from uh, the first Christmas, special. and it's pretty much the the song. Uh, the only difference is bringing in what is clearly supposed to be Bruce Springsteen yeah. giving him advice. And I do love that verse. It's like, because it's great to be a yeah. Jew on Christmas. Because <laughs> it's it's great because it's always like Matt and Trey. I mean, they did this bit multiple times. They did it in basketball yeah. when Trey's driving. I love when they throw that voice on. It's so good. Their DVDA voice. Like, it's yeah. just that rock... No, you're a man. Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> what makes a man? Is it the power in his hands? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> now, you were talking about I Saw Three Ships before we hit yeah. record. I love Shelly's version of I Saw Three Ships because it is so obnoxious. And you just hear this. I forget sometimes that there's an animated version of this <laughs> because I'll be sitting there listening and you just hear Kyle at the stand in the background like, <laughs> like just laughing watching this i forgot that they're like just making faces and yeah. like it's not even really that much about her singing the song nope. no and i so, it's so funny that they included this yeah and shelly just gets pissed pissed and smashes them with a piano i don't know what else to really say about i saw three chips we get into a weird cover here which is another one that i kind of skip stan and wendy doing it happened in sun valley so yeah i i love the song yeah, I, I don't love, know why it's on this. Yeah, it's not even in a Christmas episode. No. I can't even remember what episode it it's is It's just in. a song from a musical that they covered. And I think it just yeah. makes a reference to like, it's it's kind of like, this. Got, I got into this conversation at some point during a 15 hour live stream, but we were talking about a few of my favorite things. And like, why is that like considered a Christmas classic? Like, there's two lines that make any pseudo reference to yeah. Christmas time. I, I think same thing as like, it happened in some valleys. Just hey, they mentioned snow in it, and I could have swore that it does popped. It popped up in an episode. Yeah. So now I'm even more confused. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, well, we sang this in an episode, so we're just gonna throw it on the Christmas album because we don't have any other albums coming out. Yeah. They it's just literally there. just did it. They just did it. But then we get in. We talked about this pretty heavily yeah. already. But Otan so, and Bomb, Christmas Time in Hell. Yeah. Adolf's biggest mistake really upset. was making this two separate tracks. <laughs> yeah. This should have just been one continuous track. Yeah. So Otan and Bomb, Adolf Hitler is sad in hell that he doesn't have a Christmas tree. So he's singing his version of. O-Tan I love and their Bomb. version of Satan so much. Me too. Hey, he, buddy. Hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> he's just Aww. so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we have ourselves a little Christmas out here? Yes. Hey, Adolf. <laughs> un Tannenbaum? Oh, un Tannenbaum. <laughs> yes, Un Tannenbaum. Oh, yes, Un Tannenbaum. Oh, my God. It's so Yeah, so we get Un Tannenbaum and then um, <laughs> Satan's rendition of Christmas time in hell. The song is great. It's the a great example of how good Trey Parker is as like a yes. musical songwriter. Yes. Because it is very, like, it is String up the lights and light up the tree. <laughs> yes, it's so, it's so good. Yeah, that I, I musical degree that he studied in college, like, paying off oh, yeah. dividends on this one. I would love just, I, I want their next Broadway play to be, a, to be set in hell. I, I think, think that would be fun. I think they could really pull that off. I, I would just like, I mean, I still would like to see them do, I'm surprised, honestly, that Book of Mormon hasn't like had a film adaptation yet. 
I'll take even like the way they did with Hamilton. Yeah, just like shoot I, me I a live show. Yeah. See, I've never seen I it. I never gotten to see it. Yeah. No, the next song um uh, is another one that I skip. Yeah, honestly. I'm not I, into I, it. So as ingrained as the chef character was in the first half of South Park's run. He's kind of forgotten. Yeah, now. I just I don't care. Yeah, and I just I think the problem is also the length of the song. It's yeah. like almost five minutes. Like it's like yeah. four and a half minutes, and it's what the hell child is this? Which like I love what child is this? Yeah, I love the idea of like yeah. what it is. I don't need it for four and a half minutes. No, like if you're only giving me ding dong um k for under a minute, this could absolutely be ninety <laughs> seconds. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean basically they were like we've got Isaac Hayes. Let's do we it. We want him to sing a full song. But like that's the thing. Like I do love like the Chef Aid album where you let him do like full length versions yeah. of like chocolate salty balls and stuff like that. But like this was just like so unnecessary. You could take the character. I don't care. It, I mean, I, that's not even really about the character. I just love that album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that because that has like one of my favorite Rancid songs on it. It's got a okay. great Devo song. Like yeah. that is a very good album. But then we get, I, I made a quick reference to it. It's over in 25 seconds or something but santa claus is on his santa way santa claus is on his way <laughs> like, it's so all the goodies on his way <laughs> and i'll say howdy ho as much as i love the 28 seconds of that my favorite song on the whole album is eric hartman's swiss colony really Beef i don't know why it was one of those songs where i was like driving around listening to christmas music and i always just put together like a playlist i still have my ipod I'll put together like 2,000 Christmas songs and it's just shuffled the whole like November to December. I'm just rocking these songs on shuffle. And it probably was like a year or two after I'd bought in this album. But it was one of those nights where you're driving and the song comes on and you're like, this is pretty funny. Yeah. And it's like, it's a pretty funny song. Like the stockings on around, around, around. (laughs) Like like, it's like little stuff like that. But it's actually the big buildup. When he gets the beef log from his grandma, yeah. it's like, oh, grandma. And like, it just kicks into this like 70s rock, <laughs> arena rock anthem, which is like, Swiss God, it's like every time, like, I am like singing along, yeah. fist pumping in the air. I don't even care about Swiss Colony beef logs at all. <laughs> but for two minutes, I'm just it's like, the greatest thing in the, the world. With balls of Swiss Colony. It is a fucking, like, if I was in a band, and we were doing a Christmas set. Yeah. I'd be like, we're doing Swiss Colony. Swiss Colony we're doing this All song. Right, Matt, so we're going to say it here. If you and I ever start a band. Swiss Colony. Swiss Colony. Colony that'll Black. happen. It's honestly a song that I forget exists. It's. I don't know why the song hits me the way. Yeah. It's, it, I think it's that last part where it just starts to rock out. But there is like really ly- funny lyrics in there. Where it's, I need to go back and and start incorporating the whole album. Oh my into God. my seasonal it's, listening. I think that happens, song will start to grow on you real quick. I think quick. so too. I think what happens is I've pick and chosen the songs the off songs of this that you're album gonna listen that to. I put. And that's the thing. I I take good or bad, I put it all on the iPod. Yeah. Next we have a forty second rendition of from the South Park Children's Choir, Hark the Herald mm. Angels Sing. So this is the downside of me listening to like all of the music shuffled. If you had given me a hundred dollars and said, Tell me where the tracks fall on this. I would have thought for sure this was the closer of the album. Yeah. It just feels like it would make sense as like a close. I thought that this was like, I forgot that the episode ends with the announcer fighting a frizzy. Yeah. Because I thought for sure it ended with 
an animated version of the kids singing Hark okay. the Herald Angels I mean, Sing. I mean, the album closer is so ingrained in me. Yeah. Oh, I it's a beautiful, it. and oh we'll get God. into that. But yeah. Then we have Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. But yeah, it's fine. I it's love great. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. I feel like, so I still feel like even at this time, like Kyle's dad singing about Courtney Cox, even when this episode came out, when Friends was at like peak popularity. Was Courtney Cox really the one that people were going to? No, like, that's what that's <laughs> that's what makes Randy just a little bit different than the rest of well, the. Well, not world. Randy. Randy stands dead. Oh this yes, was, um, you're right. Sorry, Gerald. 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 Yeah, Courtney Cox is great. Courtney Cox is great, but I'm like, out of all the people, like Courtney Cox, I, I love, love you. You're, you're so hot on that show. show. It's like that's what. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's who we're going for i mean i don't know i don't know i think just jennifer aniston wouldn't work yeah it's too many syllables too many syllables but did we have to stick with the friend like the friends were, i don't not? know oh, yeah whatever do you think that I'm gerald's watching anything bigger than, than friends, friends? Fri- i feel like gerald is the guy who's watching the most popular thing in the world yeah <laughs> so, yeah but yeah dreidel 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 happens and uh, then we get the in big one. the big one a song that like when i first discovered the album i had heard the censored version mm-hmm. where it's kenny bucking singing with his, his mouth covered yeah and then I stumbled across the uncensored Wait, version. Wait, there's an uncensored version? Oh, there is an uncensored I know, version. Like, I always just, I was like, okay, I know what he's singing. Okay, but yeah, please, like, look, there is a full-blown uncensored version. I'll have to pull that up. I was one of those kids, there was thousands of websites for this, but it was, like, translating what Kenny says. Yeah. <laughs> and And so, like, at a certain point, after you would, like, read and watch and read and watch and read and watch like you got pretty good at being able to translate what kenny was singing yeah so like i remember the first time i heard this i'm like oh jesus (laughs) it's bad like i mean it's i've said some of the lines before we started recording but i don't even want to be on i don't want to yeah i don't want to put it on the record but it's it's really funny it's 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 so offensive that it's funny yeah Highly recommend, like, it's listen. the passion in which he sings it uh, under the muffle because yeah. it's like, I know, like, <laughs> you Hank, can't. well, it's the, it's like, I forget what the line is that Mr. Hanky says leading into it, but it's like, and he's like, it's so, like, he's so excited. Like, Kenny has always been my favorite South Park kid just because I love that he is just the shittiest kid and he's so passionate about being the shittiest kid. And (laughs) so this was the song that the first time I heard it, like there was like a, a a pit in my stomach where I'm like, I should not be listening that. And I feel that whenever I hear this song still, like it is, there is like maybe three songs, Christmas songs that are still on my like iPod list of Christmas music that I always feel a little Horrible. like, uh, like, because now there's. I used to love Bob Rivers' "Twisted Christmas," yeah. And now a lot of those songs, I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know if we've gotten into it in the past. Uh, I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school for nine years. Right. Um, I know you were. Are, I was just were very religious. religious. Yeah. Went to church um, every Sunday. Got so, involved in the youth group and like every Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we've both there's certain sacred. Yeah, yeah we've like, both oh. been there. We've been <laughs> in and out. Like some years, I feel like i'm more involved some years i'm not there's still that like i hear this and i'm like 
uh, even if I'm not as ingrained in my belief as I was, <laughs> bruh, like, <laughs> like, like, just in case, maybe I should hit the skip button. <laughs> let's, so let's quickly pass over the Wii Three Kings, which is fine. It's like super I don't forgettable. Even remember the Wii Three it's, Kings? It's the it's the guy who runs the um, shitty shitty walk, shitty walk, shitty airlines. Yeah, can't take order. He please. sings We Three Kings. Yeah, I think that's him. Maybe Mr. not. Jose? Yeah, I don't remember who I Mr. Jose is. Yeah, I don't remember. I yeah, I do not remember this song. At it's all. very short and it's over really quick. But hark the Herald Angels sing. Or sorry, no. uh, not that. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas, which came up on I think multiple episodes before yeah. as my did you cry moment. 100% is so have yourself a merry little Christmas. I forgot that they also used the song to pay tribute to um, Mary Kay Bergman. Yeah. Who had uh, committed suicide yeah. after they had recorded the album, but before they had animated the episode mm-hmm. by, you know, they're singing the song and it feels weird if you don't know the context, but all yeah. of a sudden it just shows this montage of every character she ever voiced. Yeah. And it's a really sweet, sweet moment for there's certain songs that are just always going to be beautiful and like it doesn't matter who's singing have yourself a merry little christmas it's always a beautiful song there's a moment in the song so the song starts off with mr hanky closing the album he's like hey that's about the end of our christmas album so i'll leave you with this and he starts singing have yourself a merry little christmas does the first little bit and then all the kids come in. And the here we oh my are god, dude. I get days. absolute chills and I start tearing up. And because it goes back to this being a warm blanket show. Yeah. Like this show has always been there for me. It's always will be there for me. And the fact that I even though this was only season two, this is season only, three. Season or three. season three, yeah. yeah. This is only season three. They've only been out for three years. I watch it now or I listen to it now and I'm like, yeah, dude, through the years, like you guys have kind of of been there for me. And that's what we've talked about before with this specific song is like, it's a pretty song. It's a really nice song, but it's that through the years part portion of the song where it's also goes into this remembrance of people who aren't there this year. Uh, And I think that that's definitely a big piece of what Christmas, like, I'm friends with people who will do everything in their power to avoid crying. They don't yeah. like it. They feel like their emotions are being manipulated in a way that their body does not like, like they feel like they've lost control of their body. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, hell yeah, let's lean into that. Yeah. Like, like, come on, manipulate yeah. the shit out of me. And I might warn people. I'm like, I'm, this is going to make me cry. Just yeah. a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I literally said that when I was about to watch Soul. I was like, let's grab the box of tissues now just in case. Yeah. But I'm probably going to need them. I think that there's something about this song that's really grown on me over. It, I remember that it was kind of a nothing song to me. Like it was just, it was a song. It was fine, whatever. Yeah. But it was after my aunt died. Every time I hear this song, because she died so close to Christmas. Every time I hear this song, I think of the like, for the years we'll all be together as long as the fates allow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, what a what a great line. And it really just sums it up. And it's, you know, bringing it even back to Emmett Otter, uh, you know, your favorite thing that we've ever talked about. <laughs> but that song, Where the River Meets the Sea, even yeah. having this song that's literally yeah. not a Christmas song, but it's a song of remembrance of people who aren't here this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's an important part of Christmas. And if people yeah. don't... Because I think NDOT brought it up on that episode. Yeah, like if you don't take the time to remember those people who made Christmas great all of those years past. I think that what you and I love about doing this show and what we hope is the message that we get out 
the show because it's to me the biggest thing for the holidays is like my desire to make Christmas great for me gets smaller every year and my desire to make Christmas great for everyone that I interact yeah. with becomes much, much bigger. And that's I I brought that up on our post Christmas episode. Yeah. Is it's been so ingrained in me to bring everyone else up. Like, yeah. like I want I want to get you what you want. I know it's not all about the gifts, but, but it's that's what I pretty want. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, like I well, want to deliver Damn it. On my end. I always feel my heart grow whenever anyone's like, hey, I saw this and thought of you. Yeah. Like, it's always just like, but m- there's nothing that gets me more joy than like giving someone a gift and seeing the excitement when they open it and feeling like this person yeah. gets me. And bonus like, points if I make you cry when I give you Oh my gift. God, if I can. <laughs> this year, uh, one of the things that I did this year was for my whole family, all five parents and three siblings. Yeah. As well as a gift, I just gave them a handwritten note about how important they are in my life. Oh, man. But I was like, please don't open this in front of me. Like, I don't want to watch you awkwardly read it. But then, like, you know, getting, like, the text messages. Like, my brother texted me. He was like, you prick, you made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) But but I was like, you know what? Like, there's something that I, I want to... I'd rather be known as the guy who said I love you too much than the guy who never says it. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to make sure I have every opportunity to let you know that you are important and that I love you and I'm happy you're in my life. Well, that's the thing. Like normalize telling your friends that you love them. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, I mean, you and I are both dealing with, in our own ways, a really awesome wrestler passed away super unexpectedly. And it has been a difficult time on social media yeah. with the outpouring of love. And the one that killed me was reading Eric Rowan yeah. saying that every time he got out of the truck, he always said goodbye forever. Um, yeah. Which, you know, is like a kind of sarcastic thing. But it, I remember that, you know, my friend Jonathan, uh, every phone call that he ends, he always says, I love you. Yeah. And he says, I just I never know if this is the last time I'll talk to you. So I want to make sure that that's the last thing you hear from me if it is. So it's oh, like, God, dude. It's like that's like it's like that's great shit. It's great shit. Yeah. Um, All right. All right. We'll take a we'll wrap this up. But that was rough. Yeah. No. But but yeah. Um. Both of us being huge wrestling fans and um. Just such a young talent. Such a young talent passing away recently. Back to like have yourself a merry little Christmas and what you were talking about. If anything, this year can attest to that. Yeah. Like Christmas still happened. Yeah. It happened. It may have not been the Christmas that we all dream and. You know, the, the way I keep saying it to people is, it was a really nice Christmas, but I never want to have it like this again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, there's things that I'll definitely like to incorporate of, like, the more chilled, laid back, but, like, I want the big crazy parties. Yeah. I want the, like, crowd of people just hugging and, and loving on each other. Yeah, and, and we brought just, that up during the episode, is yeah. I loved the way my Christmas went. I want my season around Christmas back. Yeah. No, Which I didn't I, get this year. Yeah, that December 1st to December 23rd is going to be fucking buck wild oh, in 2021. Oh, oh my God, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> but people said that about this year, too. They were like, this is on a Friday, this is on a Friday, this is on a Saturday. Yeah. Nah, I mean, we'll just... I think that we should reset the calendar in general. Like, we should just be like, listen. Yeah. Everything, like, we're just going to redo it so that Halloween lands on a Friday next year as well. The Christmas, yeah. like, like, we're just... We've missed our opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> we need Which to I'm set- fine with because I was getting surgery on Halloween. Yeah. So. We need to set everything right and, <laughs> and get those yeah, back. Yeah, we'll just start over. You know what? <laughs> Next year, this year didn't happen. 
next year is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think, well, I mean, we do get, I think all those holidays land on a Saturday, which is still pretty yeah. good. I'm not going to complain, but man, Friday was perfect. You get which, that anybody Halloween, out- then two days off? Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyone out there <laughs> listening right now, um, I hate to sound super negative, but continue to take things seriously because, hey, when that ball drops on January 1st, not everything goes back to normal. No, so no. let's stop pretending that's no, the one I'm, thing driving me up a wall I'm, is people like this year's almost over. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm very optimistic that maybe by like midsummer it'll be like okay we yeah. can kind of start to like really get but like hey you know what January to April is like a shit show of nothing that I'm excited about anyway yeah. so like yeah hey let's take these four months stay inside Beach Hill get our yeah. vaccines and then hopefully as like it gets nice out in May. It'll be safe. The world won't be trying to kill us anymore. I mean, there are like (laughs) specifically outside of our country, they're planning like huge music festivals. Yeah. Now, and I'm like, yeah. That's the thing. I'm I'm not. It's so weird because like, I'm like, I don't see myself going to a music festival anytime soon. But the flip side is like, man. But if there's a convention in like June or July, Mm -hmm. I I need it. That's the thing. is, (laughs) Is is I feel terrible. Because I sat here and there was, what what was the horror convention that like still happened? Oh, I don't like, remember. It was I in Florida. Remember. I'm pretty yeah. sure. but Yeah. But people lost their shit. And I'm sitting here like, I would never do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Like, it was so funny because I was talking to, to Joe from Fright School and I was like, man, it sucked not seeing you this year. I'm being cautiously optimistic that maybe San Diego Comic-Con can happen next summer yeah. in like a smaller capacity. Because I don't think, like, that's the thing is, like, I think I could handle, in, like, August, I could handle, like, a Monster Mania in Maryland. You yeah. know what I mean? like Okay, yeah, I can get by on that. But, like, I don't think that you could do the San Diego Comic-Con of, like, tens of thousands of people from all over the world smashed into, like, one tiny building. Yeah. But, like, maybe you could do, like, a smaller version. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. But it would be, like... Because I'd be there as a vendor, so it would it's like still I'm separated from everybody. Absolute <laughs> seconds. Um, oh, for sure. But even tighter, because it'd be like, all right, we're only allowing 500 lucky fans. <laughs> it's so sad to me because I can't picture post-COVID life. No, it's really... I can't p- picture it It's anymore. It's like one of those things where it's like, I can't picture it, but I know that I don't want this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, we have to get past this eventually because, like, I, Homeboy was fine not traveling for a year and, like, kind of staying put. Yeah. But, like, I'm getting real antsy and, like, the seasonal depression is starting to take yep. over and, like, yeah. a lot of bad stuff's happening yeah. mentally and we need to, like, and, get those vaccinations. And that was the thing because I have a, a few friends who live in different areas who judged me because I am I still go out. Yeah. Regularly, not regularly. I mean, we're there are still regulations around here. But in my head, I was like, well, what's going to kill me first? Like staying inside and being depressed or or going, going out, out and yeah. getting covid and i mean there, you need a balance and that's and that's i've always i go out but i'm smart about it you yeah. know what i mean like it's like i'm not gonna go to a party with like 50 people yeah but i'll go and sit on a friend's couch like yep. a good distance from that friend and like talk and record a christmas and podcast. record <laughs> multiple episodes of a christmas podcast you know what? merry christmas dylan merry christmas matt oh, oh whoa
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.